Okay. So anyway, so yeah, after the uh, opening cinematic opening opening after the opening, we <laughs> we're left with a blonde kid who's not Sora. But this is the game that's supposed to have Sora in it. Fuck that blonde kid. That yeah, I'm pretty sure he's like 14 <laughs> or 15. I'm dead. Sitting here trying to piggyback off of Sora's story. Get your own damn game. <laughs> Him and all of his little. Yeah. God, I can't even call that 90s fashion because I ha- I wore 90s fashion and God, some of those kids are look like they came out of like an Aaron Carter <laughs> 90s music video. God, yeah, you know. Hey, speaking of Aaron Carter, wait, no, my that, bad. I was not, about to say speaking of Aaron Carter, you remember who voices Roxas, but that's not Aaron Carter. Yeah, let's not. No, it's uh, Jesse McCartney, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So no, 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 no. Let, let's not speak of Aaron Carter. And oh, I haven't. I'm gonna. I should try to find it for you. I haven't seen it in forever. But someone did at one point do a an AMV for I don't want another pretty. Oh, beautiful soul. That was the name of the song. Where it was yeah. Roxas like using the keyblade as a guitar. Oh God. <laughs> at least I remember seeing she, that. She, she doesn't want, or she went to a period of not wanting to admit it, but she used to listen to Jesse McCartney briefly, and then she <laughs> hated him and started calling him Jesse McCartney. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, you know, that's just what naturally comes out of his name. Right. You, you gotta. You, you just gotta. I don't think I ever really, like, liked him or disliked him. I was just like, I know one song and it's okay. Right. <laughs> but, so, yeah. um, Yeah, we, we're in Twilight Town with Roxas. There are some questionable fashion choices going on. Cyphers, I will defend to my death because his outfit is hilarious. I don't, Although, even, remember I don't even remember who is who. I remember Roxas. I don't remember any of their names or who is who. <laughs> that's also fair we see these kids for like an hour well and that and part of it because it's been a while but the other part is i think my brain just blocked it out to perfect uh, protect but, me from the trauma that's also fair but in fairness though on like cypher i've since looked up like what he and leon and everyone uh looked like in their respective final fantasy games uh-huh. cypher did look mostly the same just i think a little bit more like I want to say like 1800s themed for like Final Fan or for Final Fantasy VIII, something like that. Yeah, the Final Fantasy outfits matched up pretty well. Like obviously for the uh, the YRP trio, wow. they slightly de-slutified their uh, X, their initial yeah. Final Fantasy X2 <laughs> outfits because that's what that's the yeah. outfits that they're in. Yes, oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? I keep forgetting like that they're not that they're pixies. Also, we'll get to that. But right. um, so, so yeah, so we why their outfits are what they are is because there was no way they could get those detailed outfits onto those little bitty pictures. Hell nah. I mean, re- um, use buck or Payne's buckles alone. Come on. <laughs> um. So yeah, so we're we're with Roxas in Twilight Town. Questionable fashion choices are happening. Roxas is having these weird dreams, kind of like how Sora talked about having weird dreams at the beginning of is um, it me or is it the other me or something like that. Something like that. I don't know. He wakes up and he's like, another dream about him. And you're like, well, who the hell is him? But we, we also saw the dream, so we know. Fuck, also, we played the, the first game. And the, the fuck are you? The fuck am I? Fuck is this? Fuck's the computer. Actually, I, feel, I feel like that kind of pretty much sums up this part of the game. Is The fuck is this? The fuck are you? The fuck am I? I mean, basically, honestly. Because it's like, he's trying... You know, I could go for like a whole Kingdom Hearts game that's just this kind of stuff. Although I feel like that might be getting into Persona territory based on the bits and pieces that I know about the Persona games. But like where it's just small town, like slice of life shit, I could go for that. I feel like Uh, because that's basically what this section is, is like the week before his last week of summer break. So it's like 
just trying to hang out. He's got a tournament where you um, fight kids to the death with foam bats. He wants to go to the beach, so he has to get a job. <laughs> you know, average teenager stuff. Right. Oh, every time the I war- them talking about like the last seven days of summer vacation, I start humming the Phineas and Ferb theme song. God. I think the only time I've actually seen Phineas and Ferb was um, one time when we took Mia to ch- to the hospital and they just had it playing on the TV that was in her room. This is the only time I've ever actually watched any of it. I've seen memes of it and I've seen clips from it, but like I've never actually seen a full episode of it, but I can recognize the yeah. theme song. That's all. That's fair. I don't think I've actually seen. I don't think I've even seen the theme song. Also, I do know the Caroline Ray is the mom. Who is one of Sabrina's aunts in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, nice. That explains why she's a criminal in Chippendale. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, we're, we're doing, you know, end of summer break stuff. And then the world starts to break. Do you remember what happens then? Uh, doesn't it start, like, just, like, randomly digitizing and stuff? Or am I thinking later in the game? Yeah. We start seeing, like, stuff kind of, like, freeze and digitize. Right. Uh, whenever the Keyblade right, starts like coming a, to him, it's kinda, all isn't digital. Isn't it where it's kind of like a videotape, almost? Like, it starts, like, freezing and doing, like, the VHS lines and stuff? Yeah, that's how it is every time he's having one of his weird, like, Sora flashback dreams. Is it'll right, right. be all staticky and doing, like, the lines and whatnot across. Um, then once he finally actually gets the Keyblade, every time it pops up, instead of it just, like, you know, being a flash of light, like, with Sora, it's, like digital and ones and twos which are ones and zeros which is neat um uh trying to remember trying to remember oh yeah then these weird dudes in white show up um they're all squiggly they're they're not right (laughs) we don't know that they're called nobodies yet but they're called nobodies what's on my foot well we know what they are but of course for uh what for not sora is like what the fuck (laughs) is this yeah, what's going on? He actually sh- he shouts that at one point. What's going on? What the fuck was in that sea salt ice cream? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's the other thing. Where Sora, Kyrie, and Riku hung out on a beach and stared at the sunset and ate star-shaped fruit. These kids hang out on the top of a fucking clock tower and eat ice cream. With no safety harnesses, no safety at gear, all. no railing. <laughs> just literally sitting there with their feet dangling off the side of the fucking big bin. Like, I mean, I get it. I get being a kid and wanting to be able to just, like, look down on everything and be like, yep, that's my town. This yeah, is, but all it takes is one well-placed gust of wind or one of your friends assigned <laughs> to be a little teenage asshole. Exactly. It feels like so, at least some adult should have been like, hey, kids, get down from there. Should don't, kids, don't do what that. The fuck? Yeah, but no. No adult supervision in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, um, well, I mean- <laughs> We already pretty much established there's no adults other than Sora's mom, who we technically hear in another game, but don't ever actually see. Yeah. Uh, we do have adults like Merlin. He is an adult, but he contributes to the bullshit, so that's why he's allowed to be there. He's not an adult. He's not a super a parental supervision figure. <laughs> there we go. We don't have any of those. None of the Disney adults count, because they're the ones pushing these kids into all this shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we got the weird guys, or the, the nobody's showing up, the world is starting to glitch out every now and again, and then, and then Axel, a guy that we know from Chain of Memories, why did I say it like that? A guy that we know from Chain of Memories shows up, and he's like, Roxas, I'm your best friend, and Roxas is like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Artie, who is that guy? Who's that guy with the big red hair? Hey, don't hate on the anime hair. I love the anime hair. Yeah. Axel Roxas, I like Axel. Axel's cool. I dig his look. Um, 
makes some questionable choices throughout Kingdom Hearts 2, but... I mean, let's be honest, most of the characters have made questionable choices at this point. That's also true. It's just so funny how, like, the whole rest of the series wants you to see him as, like, this mysterious cool guy who's, like, kind of an older brother figure and, like, is just generally, like, the cool anime dude, bad boy type. But, like, his whole arc in Kingdom Hearts 2 is that he kidnaps Kyrie and shit. Right. It's not like Kyrie does much else, so... Um, but yeah, so uh, Axel shows up uh, at I think that's like at the end of the struggle tournament. Honestly, the struggle stuff doesn't doesn't matter. I I love, like I said, I love the small townness of it and like just how they're doing everything all slice of lifey. But if you're just doing like an overall trying to get the whole game recapped in one episode, honestly, like the drama between like Roxas and Hainer, um, kind of getting into an argument and then having the struggle tournament the next day doesn't really matter a whole lot nah. but there you go that that was what happened i do love the seven wonders thing again we don't really have time to really like touch on it but like how one whole day is just you figuring out urban legends in the town that was fun as shit when i was a kid i still like it whenever i play kingdom hearts too right, i'm looking forward to doing that part yeah bah, bah. smack smack the puppy smack the dog smack the puppy <laughs> um but yeah but then uh, our our best friend diz from chain of memory shows up fucking diz yes fuck diz we don't we don't like fuck diz all my homies hate diz uh he like he shows up podcast fuck diz yeah. <laughs> there we go uh uh just uh. no Ari, i'm not mad don't worry <laughs> already looked up at me like that dad you okay um, but yeah, he and he and Axel start like shouting at each other around Roxas as Roxas is like, "What's happening?" And then like, and then snap, like, everything's not sign up for this, any of this. Yeah, and then everything's back to normal for like a day, which is good for Roxas because he doesn't know what the fuck is happening. Um, and then, oh, never mind. It turns out the world just straight up breaks, and uh, he hears Diz's voice in the sky, just yelling at him to go to the old mansion. And Roxas is like, "Do I? Shit, have I guess I better." He's like, well, shit, I guess I better go to the old mansion. It's it's wild, because when you're playing that section, you, like, the closer you get to the, like, door that leads into the forest and then takes you to the mansion, you you stop being able to go to other areas, and it'll do this thing where, like, you're running into an invisible wall, and, like, a little block will pop up that's supposed to be Roxas, like, thinking to himself, like, I better go to the, that voice said to go to the old mansion or something like that, and it's like, well, shit. So it's like he's locked off the rest of the town from Roxas uh, being able to go to it. Jerk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we go to the mansion. We meet Diz again. Hooray. We find out the town has been a simulation. I, it's all It was all in the computer. That's why everything was all digital. Normally, I assume when Roxas like, flashes in the Keyblade, it's just a flash of light. It's not ones and twos. But, um, but whether you get to the game, what do we do? Code it. The game that's entirely inside a computer. Hooray. Uh, we'll get to that. I don't have to worry about it for now. <laughs> Artie's looking at me like that. Are you okay? To quote your favorite line, don't worry about it. Yeah. No, that one's, uh, I just, I don't like coded. It kind of sucks. Like, at least I remember it sucking. If I, if I look back on it, like in recaps, it, recaps that are like, oh, the gameplay does all of these cool things i'm like oh that is neat but i don't remember the ds version doing that so maybe that was just on the mobile version right i, I don't know but also like the story of it, it doesn't doesn't really matter it wants to matter but it doesn't really matter 
there are like two things. There's like one thing in it that matters, and that's like something that Maleficent finds out about. And even then, like, oh yeah, Maleficent's back. <laughs> yeah, Maleficent's back. BT Dubs. Uh, so well, she'll be back. Um, but yeah, so Roxas finds out he's been inside a computer. Uh, Diz tells him doesn't even like fully explain, but like we get enough pieces between Diz, Namine, and a guy in black that we will eventually find out is Riku that uh, Roxas is himself Sora's nobody. And for one reason or another, Sora can't wake up until Roxas goes back to him. And so we chop, get chop, one of the... S- do, <laughs> do what? I said chop chop, bitch. Oh, chop chop. I heard cha cha. I was like, what? Cha cha? I mean, do that too. Whatever gets you cha-cha back to real your body. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, so we get one of the saddest fucking lines in this entire series of like Roxas standing outside of uh this the pod that's got Sora in it and just going Sora you're lucky it looks like my summer vacation is over and I swear to god I've seen memes that people will do that I can finally share with you I can finally send you any of those memes but where people will have have Roxas saying that but instead of like looking at Sora it edits it so that he's like standing outside a spirit Halloween store god (laughs) I know it's it's not wrong, to be honest. Right. Reminds <laughs> me, I need to get Cranberry's Halloween costume. Welcome to Disney Minus Reverse Rebirth, where we are finally, after weeks, if not months in the making, finally yeah. recapping my take on Kingdom Hearts 2. I'm Look, Kat, and in this episode, I will only be calling Riku a shit bitch for approximately half the recap. <laughs> Hooray! I'm Steven, and I'm glad that my son is... Actually, I was going to say that my son is finally going to be treated fairly, but then I remembered his part in days, and that may not be true. Uh, anyway, I'm Steven. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> well, it's... Okay, Days, obviously, we'll get to it, so it's not, like, it's really a spoiler, but Days is um, about is following Roxas during his time with the organization. So, obviously, that makes Riku sort of a bad guy from his perspective, because, nah. But also, this is when so he... I'm gonna be calling, basically, I'm going to be calling one of them a shit bitch next game. Probably. But also, the, um, okay. if you remember from this game... We do know that Riku ends up, like, having to go all edgy just so that he can beat Roxas. So, you can probably guess what happens at the end. Do what? But when does that ever stop me? Right? So, yeah. So, you can probably guess, like, what happens at the end of days then. Probably, but we shall see in person when we actually finally get there. Also that. Oh, also, um, I'm pretty sure we decided collectively between you, me, and the Discord that we're going to be doing the, uh, the game instead of the movie, which, fair. Um... I missed that, but I'm down with it. Yeah. They I mean, did... I already put up the poll, I just didn't see what the final result was. Oh, no, the poll was for how to cover um, the journal entries, because oh. uh, there are, like, 50-something journals throughout the game, 
um, because Roxas is keeping a diary, and so like you'll get like chunks of his diary every every now and then. Luckily, thank God, he doesn't do it every single day, and they're not always long entries. Sometimes it's just I went on a mission with Larxine today. She's kind of a bitch. Stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, which is also very accurate. Not like that. Roxas doesn't swear. At least not at that point. <laughs> you can tell he won. If it wasn't Disney, he, if this was like Tombstone produced, he totally would. Oh, the fandom has, I think, collectively decided, like, on all of those, like, boards where it's like, which Kingdom Hearts characters, like, do and don't swear. I'm pretty sure Roxas always falls into the this person swears category. But I would argue that at least for the beginning of days, he does not. Because I mean, he's still like a baby. The also, poll that you see about the She-Ra characters, where it's like, which of the She-Ra cast would be most likely to swear? And like everybody says, Glimmer. Oh, Glimmer, a thousand percent. Bo doesn't. No. Bo like Bo comedically is- switches or swaps out his swear words with other things. Oh. You okay? Cat? I'm fine. What just happened? I heard oh. <laughs> I'm a bad mother. What'd you do? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Did we just get a murder live on air? <laughs> I was thinking Cranberry was getting up attacking my feet, so I used the laser pointer to chase him away. The- so I just went head first into a wall. Oh no, baby boy! He usually stops before he hits the wall. <laughs> you can't do that to him right now. He's post zoomies. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Frankly, I'm more worried about the wall having dents than I am his head. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. So, okay. So, there's that, I guess. Jeez. I'm sorry. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, you sound like it. Never mind. Disney minus where Cat kills her cat. (laughs) But, dang it. Hello. Anyway. I'm not going to murder you on there. No, I'm not. You say that now. Eh. We'll see how things go. Hello. Hello? So yes, anyway, so yeah, um, I don't know why we did all the days talk there at the beginning. Oh, right, because we mentioned the shit bitch. Um. <laughs> the fact that I'm only at that, at least in this recap, in this game, <laughs> I only <laughs> called Riku a shit bitch for about half the game. That. But, um, but yeah, so today we're, we're recapping Kingdom Hearts 2, and the next time Finally. we are getting back to the regular episodes. Finally! Yeah! And I, which I, I like how we've managed to time all of this out because um, this is episode 30, which means that next time will be episode 31, which is the inverse of 13. For some reason, that oh. seems significant to me. <laughs> we'll go with that. I mean, 13 is a number that pops up in the series a lot, but 31, like, never does anything. All right, Baskin Robbins. Hey! I don't know where I was going with that, but hey. I don't know. <laughs> Already wants the pot lid. Oh, he does. Oh, he does. Anyway, we start off um, after the title card for Kingdom Hearts 2. And then if you're me, playing it on Final Mix. And then if uh, I was going to say, and then if you're the Let's Player that I watched, Final Mix. Um, what was it? Hard mode? No. Hard mode? I forget what he played. But that doesn't show on the, it doesn't show your difficulty on the t- title cards. Never mind. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we get... We get <laughs> We get Sora. Ever gotten sidetracked in a recording? Duh! Oh my god! Uh, We get Sora waking up in a pod. He is comedically too big for his clothes. I always love this part of the game for that. Right. 
sorry, there was just like a really loud bang outside that was either a really loud firework or somebody hit the front gates again. It? Are you guys okay over there? I don't know. <laughs> Smack. <laughs> I set the pot lid down and now Artie's like, but wait, I thought we were play. I don't show any like wrecked hazard lights or smoke coming near the gate. So I don't know. Like that wasn't even a firework. That was like a loud, like a metallic bang. That was a gun. I'm going to turn off my overhead light. Okay. Recording in the dark. Well, I mean, I've got my tablet, my phone, and also I've got my little color-changing box light on, too. Ooh. Anyway, um, so yeah, so Sora wakes up, Donald and Goofy wake up, Jiminy Cricket is still here, apparently. Honestly, honestly, this series forgets about him a lot, and I kind of do, too, by extension. Uh, To be fair, most of us do. Yeah. He, like, he's, he's even less present in... Kingdom Hearts 4 because Sora gets a phone and so like that does all of the like menus slash journal stuff that Jiminy would nor- that you would normally see Jiminy for because like you know the your pause menu and keeping track of like the storyline and worlds and whatnot is like presented as being oh this is what journey you know, what Jiminy's been writing about in his journal <laughs> like the phone does that right. now so it's like even less reason for Jiminy to be there I don't know reasons that's why. Oh, I just realized, I don't know where he's going to be for Kingdom Hearts 4, because of stuff that happens that we'll get to. Anyway, though, um, <laughs> so Cat, what happens? They wake up. They they wake up, and then what? They do finally wake up, like you said, in the same pods. Yes. Uh, and by the way, they are in the real Twilight Town, not some kind of, like, Matrix-y looking shit. Yes, they're not, they're in the not computer version. Right. They're in, like I said, they're in the real Twilight Town. They're, n- they're not in uh, Meta Presents Twilight Town. Right, right, right. Uh, so they meet up with Mickey and Yin Sid. Yeah. It's totally clever, and nobody would ever guess what that name reference is, ever. <laughs> Way to go, Disney. There's, oh my god, um, I don't know if you saw this in any of the recap videos that you were watching, but there are um, some that are, uh, there's a series where it's Kingdom Hearts in a nutshell. I think he does a separate one for each game. <laughs> He's got that as, like, this running joke for every time Yin Sid is on screen, he'll He'll try to be like, oh, by the way, my name my name backward is Disney. Isn't that clever? But he always gets cut off. Yeah. Okay, I have to find that later. <laughs> uh, anyway, so even though our heroes just fucking woke up after just fucking getting their memories back from the last game, they now have to go off on another journey. They Hooray! have to find shit, bitch, and uncover the organization's plans. Hooray! Be, you know, quick, quick, you know, quick walk in the park. You know, maybe a couple hours max. Mm, well, it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Because uh, uh, one of our favorite she bitches is back. Maleficent. She's she's back. She's resurrected. And she's got her little crotch zipper pet, I mean, Pete, to help her. Oh, I like Pete. Pete as a character overall is fun in the series, but dear God, his outfit. I can't get past the outfits, especially the fact that they all like have a crotch zipper. It's just, it's it's all the way up. That was necessary. I don't know. It goes all the way around the back and all the way up the front. What were you That's doing? That's what I'm saying. Ugh. Uh, to go see, you know, we get to see some new, we get to revisit some old worlds. We get to see some new ones, which in some cases is kind of fun. In other cases, not so much. Eh. Um, I know we get to go see, uh, I'm sorry, one of the worlds that pisses me off the most is once again, at one point, they go back to Beauty and the Beast, and once again, <laughs> yeah. it's like someone hits them with the Men in Black memory eraser the second that we leave, because again, 
Like evil forces are at work. They're trying to push Belle and Beast apart. They've forgotten how to love, and Beast is an asshole again, and they have to be taught. I swear to God, in one of the story recaps I was watching, when they're talking about Belle and Beast fighting again, Belle, they screenshot her, and she just has this fucking done look on her face. Like, yeah. even Belle's getting tired of this shit. Like, they give you a good enough, I guess, excuse as far as it being like, oh, Zaldan has been manipulating Beast, trying to turn him into a nobody or whatever. But it, it just... It, uh, yeah, it also just feels so weird, partly because of one, like, the storyline they came up with them uh, with for them in Chain of Memories was, you know, some contrived BS about why they got to be fighting. But then two, but then also because Kingdom Hearts one like established that they're almost at like the end of the movie, basically. Like they're at the point where they are both actively in love. They just, I guess, haven't said it out loud for him to turn back into the prince. Fun fact that I always forget about: his name is Prince Adam, which means. The beast is human. That's still a fan thing. I don't think that's ever actually been officially confirmed. Damn, has it not a thought it had? I don't think it has. I think it's just a fan thing that pretty much everybody's accepted and Disney's never said otherwise. I'm going to have to look this up while we're talking. But for simplicity's sake, we'll refer to him as Prince Adam. Beauty and the Beast. There we go, typing. Prince. Not Prince. Prince. <laughs> not Prince. I can't fucking type Adam. Not a fam. I'm picturing like a little like itty bitty prawn like hopping around the castle <laughs> just dragging Beast's outfit behind him. It okay. amuses me. Okay, it has him listed as Prince Adam slash Beast on the Beauty and the Beast wiki. So I don't I but, don't know how but isn't, that a fan, but isn't that a fandom wiki? I I mean technically, yeah, that's why I was like I don't know how much you want to take that. I think it's not it's not official as in Disney hasn't flat out said yes it is, but it's also just kind of widely accepted by the fandom and Disney hasn't said anything. They haven't come out and refuted it, so it's pretty yeah. much just kind of a, yeah, we'll roll with that until slash unless they say anything different. And honestly, at this point, it doesn't matter if they say anything different because I have a feeling the fandom's going to call them Adam, Adam anyway. Yeah, either way. Uh, da, 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 da. Material. And also, I don't think the organization thought this through very well, because if you think about it, if they get the Beast pissed off enough to be a nobody, he'd be just as likely to turn on them as he would be attack their enemies, in my opinion. Also, yes. It can become like a loose cannon. Yeah, because what they're, what they're wanting is for him to, like, fall into... That's why, like, he's, like, negging him so much, is because what they want is for, like, him to fall into despair in turn, right. as opposed to, like, getting mad and fighting them, I guess. But then also, you know, we get to see a few new worlds. Like we get to see, or we, I know we got to see Land of Dragons. That was that was kind of cool. That was yeah. nicely done. Milan was fun. Uh, I love. I still love the was, uh, character. There's other worlds. <laughs> yeah, I still love the characterization like, though with Mulan of like how at the beginning when she's like pretending to be Ping, she sucks at fighting. But then like later on in the level, and then when you come back later on, um, and she's like herself, Mulan. She's actually really good at fighting. I love that. Right, and then of course we have worlds that aren't so great, like the monstrosity that is uh, the Ooh. Pirates of the Caribbean world. Look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> yeah, um, it turns out PS2 graphics probably weren't the best place to try and like do a live action movie, or at least no. one that's not stylized. Like, because I feel like Tron worked better than um than Pirates of the Caribbean did because like. With Tron, you get away even with those kind of blocky graphics and stuff. Yeah, well, plus even the even in the movie, like everything was like covered in neon lights and shit, so it still right. kind of worked. 
Ah. Ah. But yeah, they're, but yeah, we're hopping around worlds. We're fixing shit. Like, I know we go back to Halloween Town, don't we? Uh, we we hit a few other places that we've yeah, seen before. We, we go to Halloween Town. This is when they're finally doing the Christmas thing. Um, which right. it, it's framed so weird because, like, they keep talking about, oh, you're not trying to play Santa again, which implies that the movie has already happened. And he just hey. forgot the whole lesson that he learned and was like, but I want to do it again. Dogs, shush, talking here. <laughs> Sniffing at my head. But yeah, so they're going through all this <laughs> shit. We're seeing some new shit. We're seeing some old shit. We're dealing with the same old shit. Um, I know we go back to Aladdin. We, we, we go back to Aladdin. We have a world for Lion King. Uh, since Simba oh, yeah, was a yeah. summon in the first game. And now we get to... Lion Sora, yep. With the yeah, big Lion's... puppy eyes. I like I like Lion Sora. He looked cool. It was fun. He looked cute. Um, Little Mermaid is a rhythm cute. game now for some oh, fucking reason. We're not we're not gonna talk about the Little Mermaid. It's it's I, I don't understand why. It's literally a giant song and dance number world. And and even then, it's not done well. Like they, there are good rhythm no, games. Not. There have been good rhythm games before this. I don't understand. The <laughs> rhythm game of Sony. Playing DDR against a hamster stripper in Little Misfortune was done better than this. Bah. For anybody that ever plays that game, yes, that does actually happen. I was sitting there waiting for like um, the for that to happen the entire playthrough because um, I watched the I haven't played it. I watched um, the Jacksepticeye, and he didn't do it. <laughs> he didn't. No, yeah, you literally you literally do a DDR dance battle against a male against the uh, hamster stripper. Yeah, I did it. I played all the way through. Yeah, he just never went inside, so I guess he basically missed out on that. So, man. Right. Oh, anyway, yeah, you also get to see hamsters doing cocaine. <laughs> sure. And of course, little Miss Fortune thinks it's sugar. Well, you know. Because you know, fair. She's a little lady, <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyway, that, that, in, that's, what, that's what she is. Anyway, um, anyway. So yeah, we we have a pretty fun collection of worlds. Uh, the basic plot, as laid out by Yen Sid, is that. Organization 13 is up to some shit and Sora's got to try to stop them. The problem with that is that, like, not every world we visit ties into that. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I like the Disney worlds. They can be good. They do a pretty good job of overall tying them into what's going on thematically, at least, for Kingdom Hearts 1. But they're so much more self-contained in this one, and you have to go back to them all twice. That, like... Right. It right, just, right, right. Like, that's what makes this game such a slog, is that, like, the organization members only show up in, like, uh, Beast's Castle, um, Port Royal, or the Pirates of the Caribbean, and, um, fuck. They only show up in, like, Mulan, Beauty and the Beast, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, I understand why they didn't show up in Lion King, because, nah. Um, but, like, I think it's just those three? Unless I'm forgetting one? Yeah, and even then... And even then, it's like only on the second time around when you go to those worlds. Otherwise, they only show up in Twilight Town and Hollow Bastion. And, and even then, Hollow Bastion does a good job of tying Tron into what's going on in the plot for Hollow Bastion. So at least there's right. that. Artie, why are you gnawing on my hand? What did I do? Not paying attention to him, apparently. <laughs> he wants to play. Uh, but also, of course, they're hopping around various worlds. There's... As we've already gone over, there's multiple problems being caused by various Organization 13 dudes. Yeah. And then, like, they um, make such a big deal about Maleficent being back that, like, she ultimately ends up... Like yeah, she's honestly kind of absent for a lot of the game. Like, 
you see right. Pete a lot, so you get the the feeling that she's doing stuff. But even what Pete's doing isn't super con- consequential. I feel like if you wanted to make like a tighter story, you could replace the stuff that Pete's doing with members of the organization doing stuff. Oh, Dimmick right. did show up for like a minute in um, Hercules. Meh. Yeah, but that like even then, um, uh, not, sorry. even then, uh, Pete did more in that world. Well, yeah, and also in Hercules too. Okay, so was Orin? Remind me, he was in Organization Thirteen. Was he Final Fantasy? Yes, he's from Final Fantasy Seven. Or not Seven? Okay. God damn it, he's from Final Fantasy Ten. Okay, Fuck. gotcha. I um, still anyway, point- do not understand Hades' choice to bring him out. He called him the mother of all bad guys, and it's like, bitch, have you played his game? <laughs> he's a good fighter. Don't get me wrong, but he's not a bad guy. If you know anything about Orin, you know he's not going to listen to Hades. And, like, granted, as a kid, I didn't fucking know that. But, like... Well, and also, they fucking... Of course, they free him with no issues, and they curb stomp Hades anyway. And once again, he gets launched into the river stick. He does! <laughs> yeah! Hercules is just like, bam! And it's even worse this time, because in the movie, they're standing basically right next to it. Whereas in the game, they're, like, fighting in an arena that itself seems to be, like kind of a good way away from the river so he like punches him out of the arena and like goes flying and lands in the river i bet at this point hades is probably really wishing he'd installed like some safety glass or something right i i hope um hercules world shows up again in uh kingdom hearts 4 just so we can see what the fuck is going on with hades now because every time he shows up it's just that meme of uh, how many times do we have to teach you this lesson old man right (laughs) Anyway, anyway, at one point, uh, we do go back to Hollow Bastion, of course. Yeah, uh, we meet up with the king. Yeah, and Mickey, Michael, yeah, House. Michael, and Queen Minerva. Uh, explaining one of the more confusing things that, if you guys recall from the episode when we actually covered the game, made me go, "What the fuck?" Uh, <laughs> the anthem, yeah, the Ed Hardy party yacht that we previously oh. defeated was an imposter named Nina <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah, they do such a, a, I'm not gonna say good job, they do such a job at laying that shit out when, uh, when it first happens, so what, what it is, is, um, a long time ago, they don't tell you how long yet, uh, but Mickey knew a guy named Ansem the Wise, who was like, this, who was like, head scientist, and also, it seems like king of Hollow Bastion, before it was called Hollow Bastion, when it was so-called Radiant Garden. He was like a scientist slash king, which is weird. I've never seen... I, don't, I think this is the only time I've ever seen that done, but you know, whatevs. Um, Whatever it is. One of his apprentices Zayn, or was, a, was a dude named Xehanort, and um, Ansem himself did start trying to experiment with the darkness of the heart, because like, well, we, have, we find out that like, the first Ansem report from Kingdom Hearts 1 was written by Ansem the Wise, but then all of the others were written by Xehanort. So, like, he did see something in the castle that was, or he did see, like, a heartless lead to, or lead him to the door, or a, a doorway that seemingly led to basically what must be the heart of Hollow Bastion. So he did start trying to do experiments into the darkness of the heart. But when Mickey showed up and told him, yo, dude, that shit's whack, you should knock it off, Ansem the Wise was like, oh, okay, this dude probably knows what he's talking about, he's a talking rat from space. I should listen to him. But... His apprentice Xehanort. That may or may not be wearing a shirt. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. He might only wear pants. You just have to deal with it. Do not 
fucking forget that. He showed up at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1 not wearing a shirt. We will come back to that, I promise. Anyway, um, even though it fucking, it shouldn't matter that he wasn't wearing a shirt. That's just the classic Mickey Mouse design, and he was there for 30 seconds at the end. Anyway. Yeah, they made such a big deal about the rest of the game, he is wearing a shirt. So yeah, I know. Shirt. But anyway, <laughs> it's not just, only is it's so stupid when we get there. Anyway, yeah, um, Xehanort decided. Party party Actually, Xehanort, but now his nobody fucking Xemnas is the organization's leader. And they're exactly. the one seeking um, the power of Kingdom Hearts. Exactly. The The basic gist of it is uh, Xehanort, seek, in secret, uh, kept up Ansem's experiments on the darkness of the heart, along with his, Ansem's other apprentices, um, who eventually ended up deposing Ansem somehow or another. We're not really sure, just that his journals talk about having been banished to the realm of darkness. I don't really know what they did. But through those experiments, they ended up all losing their hearts and becoming nobodies, those being the founding members of Organization 13. Um, his Heartless ended up becoming Ansem, the Seeker of Darkness, who was the bad guy from Kingdom Hearts 1, and his nobody... The Ed Hardy Party Yacht. Yes, on the Ed Hardy Party Yacht. His nobody is named Zimnus, which is just man-sex, uh, but swapped around. Also Ansem, I guess, Beam. whatever. <laughs> Do you not know that meme? Oh my god! <laughs> Since... He's the furthest from man-sex, even. True. But, since everyone's name in the organization is just their original name all jumbled up, plus the letter X, people people like to swap... If you take Zimnus and swap it around, but still leave the letter X in, you can make Mansex, so that's become the meme, and it's awesome. I also um, wonder, though, if it's, if it's someone's name, but with the X put in, who what the fuck is Xenohort? You'll see. Don't worry about it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um... But yeah, so like Roxas is Sora all jumbled up with a plus an X, so on and so forth. Um, uh, also, anyway, they're seeking the power of Kingdom Hearts. They're wanting to create one from the hearts that Sora has already released in order yes. to get their hearts back. Yes, that is technically a difference <laughs> between the two. Um, Ansem, Seeker of Darkness, was using the hearts of worlds. So his Kingdom Hearts is labeled the Kingdom Hearts of Worlds of or something like that. Whereas, dogs, would you two shut up? <laughs> Whereas, uh, Zimnus is using the hearts of people, or heartless, obviously. So his is called the Kingdom Hearts of People's Hearts. I don't fucking, there's, there's a reason, and we'll get to it. But, so, just remember, their two Kingdom Hearts are technically different and have different labels. Dogs, I swear to God. There are no guest hosts in this episode, dogs. <laughs> Artie's over here trying oh, to play, and Otto doesn't want to. Continuing to in her thread of not really like doing anything, uh, Kyrie's also now a hostage. Yeah, of the organization to make Sora behave and be a good boy. No, no, like no, kind of, not exactly. First off, it's Axel. Axel kidnaps her because he wants Sora to give into his organization. No, no, no. He okay. It's also not made super clear, but at this point, Axel has defected from the organization. Because oh, okay. he wants Roxas back, and Roxas had defected from the organization. It's a whole thing. It's I feel like it's made more clear toward the end of the days. But um, but basically, Axel kidnapped Kyrie because he wanted Sora to go to go after her, and he hoped that if Sora became a heartless again, he'd get Roxas back. Which I guess technically might be true, but also there. Also, we don't know the rules yet. We don't really know the rules very well. It's entirely possible that can make an entirely different nobody. We don't technically no but take Fucking this as no. 
take this as confirmation that it would, it would just make Roxas again. Um, but then Syx from the organization and also Axel's ex-boyfriend, would you two stop? Yes, Otto, I know you're trying to behave, but it's already... And anyway, he, I guess, double kidnaps Kyrie from Axel and puts her in jail, basically for the same fucking plan, so that Sora will keep fighting Heartless to try to get to them, and also, if he ends up becoming a nobody again in the process, great, they'll just use Roxas instead. Yeah, bonus. <laughs> yeah. They don't care about getting Roxas back, they just want someone with a Keyblade fighting Heartless, whether that's Sora doing it because he's trying to get to them, or if it's Roxas doing it because he works for them, as long as it's happening. Right. Ooh, pardon me. Um, anyway, also, the whole way, and also, yeah, we have, this is when, when Steven mentioned before, we have to go back through the fucking world and revisit Yeah. Which, again, I don't hate, the stories are still fun, but it just makes this game take forever. Like, right. I understand there are people who, there are people who, um, have Kingdom Hearts 2 as their favorite Kingdom Hearts game. I understand I mean, that, it's fine, but it's not mine. I don't hate it, I don't, it's not down there with Coded, but... <laughs> Y'all remember how many episodes it took us just to get through the first half of the game, let alone the prologue when we were actually recording this game. Exactly. Uh, oh, also, the whole way we're around, we're being secretly helped by a hooded figure who may or may not be shit bitch. Yes, uh, we technically don't know who it is, but like we get enough glimpses of him like using Riku's sword from the first game and stuff like that. That like, you know, hey, is that Riku? I don't know. Ha ha. And then we get the fake out in um, our second visit to Mulan. Or Land of Dragons, whatever. China. <laughs> where, we know what it is. Where Sora's like, wait, Riku, is that you? And then it turns out it's Zigbar, and he's like, nope, never heard of him. Ha 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 ha. But then we find out that no, Riku actually was there at the same time. He just wasn't at that spot when Re when Sora tried to confront him. That actually was Zigbar. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, 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 it sure is a thing. <laughs> Uh, also, oh, coming up, we get a sad scene coming up. Yes. Well, which one are you talking about this time? Uh, Axel. <laughs> oh, yeah, Axel dies. But he takes out, like... And all he wanted to do was, and he pulls a total My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, because all <laughs> he wanted to do was see his best friend one more time. Yeah, so, like, he had, I'm not going to say a noble goal, but, like, he yeah. had a, a goal that at least emotionally is meaningful. I'm not going to say it's good that he kidnapped Kyrie for it. It wasn't a totally asshole-free goal. Right, right. So, like, I will say, I guess there's a difference in what he in doing that because someone he cared about was missing and he wanted them back versus Saix capturing Kyrie just to make everybody feel bad. I'm not saying it's a lot more points, but it's like, you know, one of them's, I'll say one of them's at least a little bit worse. Because, like, well, at the end of the day, you're still kidnapped. Yeah. Oh, trust me. This series loves Axel. We will see him again. I, I like mean, because of days. Oh, I'm not saying I don't like Axel. I'm just saying, like, this series fucking loves Axel. I know, I'm agreeing. I'm saying, I like Axel. Yeah, see? There you go. Um, but yeah. also, before he dies, though, he does do one other thing. He actually opens us up a passageway to the world that never was. Yeah, um, yeah, that was um, how how we met him was um, basically after you do all the worlds again, you go back to Twilight Town. They have found a way. Oh God, someone's got the zoomies. Um, we have fa they've found a way into uh, the meta version of uh, Twilight Town, and from there, they're pretty sure there's a way 
like actually to the organization's stronghold. I don't remember why they figured that out, but they did, and they're right, technically. Uh, <laughs> um, and so while they're going through that, they get attacked by like just a shit ton of nobodies. And that's when Axel shows up, does like a huge explosion that kills all the nobodies, but also kills himself. And then like hello. the last... Do what? I said, hello, pumpkin. Oh, oh, yours is being good. <laughs> Mine's being... Well, mine's taking a brief respite from the zoomies. I'm sure he'll start up again right about when I go to bed after we wrap this up. Are you okay now? You okay, my snorty boy? Huh? Oh, you're gonna be lovey. Anyway, um, so yeah, Axel opens the way to the world that never was, which is a world that exists in two halves. One is a city, the other is a giant castle dragon. Which is pretty badass. Yes, to be fair. <laughs> Although, in fairness, I... I'm gonna throw you across the room. Yes, I am. Oh my goodness. Wait, did what? Did you say you're gonna throw him across the room? Did I hear that right? I said, if you claw my... I was picking him up and holding him. I said, if you claw my arm, I'm going to throw you across the room. Yes, I am. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I only heard the throw you across the room part. I was like, hold up. <laughs> yeah, he, had, he had one of the murder beans resting directly on the soft inside part of my arm. Ooh, the fleshy bit. Yeah. What you doing, Artie? You looking oh, for a spot to lay down? Throw my baby. Artie, Artie. But I do need to take your butt off my foot. Anyway. Hello. Anyway, so they go to the world that never was. Um... And we find Kyrie and no name mine. What? I said we find Kyrie and still shit bitch. Oh, still shit bitch. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure what you said. Uh, bitch, you did not just attack my hand. Oh, you still sniffy. Anyway, um, so yeah, so we do we do stuff there. We got like a bunch of boss fights all in a row. The areas in the world in the castle are all so so sad. It's all shit like. The Altar of Knot, or Twisted Memories, or Proof of Existence. Proof of Existence is one of my favorite rooms in the series, by the way. But, <laughs> like, they all just have such, like, sad-ass-sounding names. And it's like, you know, you guys could also try to be happy for once. Nah. They're like, they're like, no, we are nobodies. We do not have hearts or emotions. We are destined to fade into nothingness. Our only emotion is emo. Yeah. Mid-2000s um, hot topic emo. Oh my god, something I just remembered that, um, I don't, it's not a spoiler, it's just a, a detail. Um, they obviously still have a Moogle shop in, uh, uh, in days, because, of course, so that, that's how you, like, you know, buy your potions and shit whatever, while you're playing there as Roxas. But, but, the Moogle there is wearing a little organization cloak. They never address it, it's not like he says, haha, I'm a nobody Moogle. He just is wearing one, I love it, it's so good. They're fashionable. Ogomlex. Oh, by the way, also Riku, uh, he now, shitbitch now, still looks like one of Xenohort's Heartless because he's apparently used his power to capture what's-his-face. Yeah, he had to... Yeah, he wasn't able to beat Roxas on his own, so he had to rely on um, Ansem Seeker of Darkness's power, and because he of bitch. reasons, that made him look like Ansem Seeker of Darkness. And that's why he's been wearing the his hood up the whole time. He was embarrassed and didn't want people to know. Eh. But luckily for us, <laughs> but luckily for us, Diz dies. <laughs> the best, the best thing. He's the true fucking handsome. Do what? Diz is the true fucking handsome. Yeah, well, yeah, we find out he's actually handsome. The wise, what? Holy shit! Who could have seen this coming? I don't care. Um, nobody, absolutely <laughs> nobody saw this coming. Handsome, the wise does the best thing that he will ever do. 
which first he does the most hilarious thing that he'll ever do, which is he takes a big fucking laser thingy and tries to download Kingdom Hearts into it because sure that'll work. And then when it Doctor Evil proud by utilizing the freaking laser, I know it's so stupid. I love it. This is the best thing ever. I hate the character so much, but this specifically is hilarious. Um, obviously it doesn't work, and then the thing explodes, thus doing the best thing that he's ever done, which is him dying. It explodes and turns Riku back into Riku instead of being Ansem, and apparently, I think the implication Yay. is that, like, it purges whatever darkness was left in him. I'm not super sure, but, like, later on he's not able to open that it anymore. Like yeah, um, like, they don't explicitly say it, but I guess that's kind of what it's supposed to be. Um, he can't open any more, uh, he can't open those little, like, dark portals anymore, and Mickey says, it's because you don't belong to the world of darkness anymore, Riku, ha <laughs> ha! Whatever that fucking means, I'm gonna say it's because the big heart explosion, like, purged whatever darkness was left in him. Not that I want to, like, take away from, you know, Riku's own development, but, I mean, that just would seem to be the implication with it turning him back into his teenager self. You know how I explain it? Friendship is magic. That too, but also more succinctly. Okay, so the video I sent you, the the good enough exclamation of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Bibbity bobbity Deus Ex Machina, bitch. I know. It's so stupid. It's so good. I love it. He did say anything could happen, and literally the only thing that happens as a result of the explosion is that Ansem dies and Riku is Riku again. Right. Like, we should have been, been getting, like, some non-Euclidean SCP bullshit. But no, all we get is that he's a teenager again. I love it. It's so stupid. Oh, but anyway... SCPs. Did, did you not tell me that you also read SCP, or am I making that up? No, I do. Okay, 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 okay. Like, I thought I remembered you saying that, but then, like, anything that I do ask you about, because I've watched, like, a fucking ton of summary videos online, so I'd know a fair amount of them. Not all of them, because they're over 6,000 these bitches now. Actually, I think they're over 7,000 like now. Uh, if you want, also, if you want, like, some good videos, I recommend look up Dr. Bob on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but, anyway, um, then we, we kill whatever organization members are left. Wait, wait, we already did that. So now it's time to go fight, uh, Zimnus, and... <coughs> Ow! And apparently time for Steven to die. That hurt. Anyway, um... <laughs> it's time to go fight Zimnus. Instead of a big boat, he turns into a big robot dragon. Just, sure. Or actually the castle does, he I guess. It. He just sticks he himself on it. He turns into a bad dragon. Yeah. He turns into... That, that went totally over your head, didn't you, Steven? No, yeah, I don't know what that was. Look, look up bad dragon later. I would recommend having Google safe search on. Oh, God. He turns I into. Letting, I would also advise not letting uh, Julie see you look it up. Oh God! Well, I'm still home alone, so there's that. Um, I would, I would still recommend highly recommend using Google Safe Search. Okay, uh, but anyway, yeah, he turns into his uh, blue eyes white dragon OC, and uh, we, we do go. some. He there we I go. I know it's not you card, <laughs> but you know we're not inside of it. Turns into fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. <laughs> Shit, I'm still I'm over here staring at my old CPAP. I still gotta send that back to them. Anyway, um, I got a new one like three months ago, and I still haven't sent that back. Uh, God damn it. Well, it's uh, you, they'll only it's the shipping label that they sent has to be UPS or not UPS FedEx specifically. Otherwise, I'd have just let our mail carrier take it. 
So, like, I gotta actually take the time to go to a FedEx place, and I keep forgetting. Anyway, um, so yeah, we, we fight Zimnus like, five fucking times, and, uh, then he gets a zebra jacket, and we fight him the last time, and then, uh, Riku and Sora are trapped in the realm of darkness, and Riku's legs are broken, but then they get a sad letter from Kairi, which I think I pointed out in the actual episode, but has like a misspelling somewhere in it, which is always fucking hilarious to me whenever I remember that. Yeah, I forget exactly which one it was. I think I pointed it out in the episode. But yeah, one of the words are misspelled when it like shows the screen, like shows Sora holding the letter. (laughs) Um, uh, That makes Sora's heart feel all warm and fuzzy. It opens up a doorway back to the realm of light. They're able to go through it and Riku's legs work again. Everyone is happy. They're back on the islands. Uh, presumably, they're both being held back a year in school, I guess. Since this, this game did confirm that they go to school. We saw Kyrie in a schoolgirl outfit. That came out worse than I thought it would. Um, yeah. I, again, PS2 graphics, man. Also, well, no. I mean, me saying Kyrie in a schoolgirl outfit sounded weirder out loud than it did in oh, my head. Yeah, yeah. We, what was that scene? We finally got Kyrie in a, in a hey, schoolgirl hey, outfit? Hey, shut up. <laughs> We're just going to breeze right past that because there was also a secret boss <coughs> and a secret ending. And weirdly, the secret boss looks like one of the guys from the secret ending. But we're not going to talk about that shit yet because that's not what Days is about. We will get to that later on. Ha 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 ha. I just remember, like, even as a kid, like, I would sometimes boot up, like, the final save of the game just so I could redo the last boss fight and watch that secret ending again. And just sit there and be like, right. what is going on? What is this? <laughs> Trying to decipher it. Yeah, and that's that's when I only had the international release of the game. The the one that we watched where it had like the whole longer fight between all of them. And then he like makes a fireball in his hand and it turns into a giant heart in the sky. All of that right. bullshit was only in the Japanese version of Kingdom Hearts 2. And then was in all versions of Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix. But that didn't come out till a few years later. So for the longest time, all I had was the cinematic of them walking up and grabbing um, Sora, Riku, and Mickey's keyblades, and then the dude, like silhouette walking up to them in the distance. That's all I fucking had, and I was just in here like losing my mind over it. I th- I think I didn't even know about the secret boss for a while. No, the secret boss is in Final Mix. That's why I didn't know about him. Never mind. The only secret boss I knew about was um, Sephiroth. <laughs> Also, Sephiroth was there for like a minute. Him and Cloud disappeared in a flash of light. Oh, yeah, they're right. Sephiroth is in there. And yeah. also, uh, after all this is said and done, too, there is a post-credit scene. Yes. Where we get a letter from Mickey, but of course, in true storyteller fashion, we don't get to fucking see it. Yeah, that shit also had me going when I was a kid. What is this letter about? What's happening? What's going on? The next Kingdom Hearts game is going to be so incredible. And then uh, the next one that came out was Days, but I somehow didn't even know about that that had happened for a while. Um, I think I vaguely knew about Birth by Sleep, but never actually played it because I didn't have a PSP. So I ended up sort of, just by default, falling out of Kingdom Hearts for a little bit until I got to the DS. <laughs> and then I was able to start, uh, and then I actually like played Days Encoded. I mean, Days was on the DS, but I didn't fucking know about that for a little while, for a little while. And then Coded was also on, or had a version of itself on the DS. I played that one for um, Birth by Sleep. I had to watch like a Let's Play 
in like chunks between my classes, like my first or second year of college. Oh <laughs> man. <sighs> anyway, so that's Kingdom Hearts two. Uh, we will leave it off there with some mysteries. Yeah, um, that letter turned out to be fucking disappointing, but we'll get there. Um, because that's that's what that's that's what code that literally coded exists to be like, hey, why was Mickey writing them a letter? What was he talking about? We could have just had that talked about at the beginning of another game, but no. We have to have a whole ass game that's Mickey like finding out something that ultimately barely matters and then writing Sora a letter about it. And so this whole thing they like acted like was a big teaser that seemed like it was going to be important. Nah, it was just him saying, Dear Sora, I had a wild weekend. Here's what happened. Jesus. I think that's one of the reasons Coded makes me so mad is because like it had all this build up or that scene had all this build up in my little kid brain and then it amounted to just the le- the like the letter is implied to like at the end he's like I got to write Sora a letter talking about this. So it's implied to just be a summary of what happened in Coded. Like <clears throat> and then they still end up recapping it in dialogue later on. <clears throat> it just it makes me mad. <laughs> If I could, if I could Thanos snap one game out of the series, it'd be coded. I'm not gonna like. This is not a secret. It would be coded. Um, you could easily just cover what was in it through dialogue or even like quick cutscenes in some of the other games. It did not need. To, it's only as long as it is because it was released in like six different chunks for Japanese phones. Oh. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about that when we get to it. Um. Right. But yeah, it was released like over the course of like I think a couple of years. Technically, it started coming out um, before uh, before either Days or Birth by Sleep, and then finished coming out like a while later. And then like once the whole thing was out, they did a port onto the um, DS, and that's the version that I played. It's called Recoded, kind of like how the PS2 version of Chain of Memories is called Rechain of Memories. Um, right. Yeah, it's in like six chunks that like you had to download on as a phone game on literally only phones. It was only available in Japan as a phone game. That's also why it barely matters because only Japan had this for a while. And I know that like they get the final mixed up early too, but like, anyway, so that's finally kingdom hearts two. Anyway, that's, that's kingdom hearts two. Next episode. We're going in today's, which I do starting the new game. Do what? Yeah. Finally a new game in the series for us. Which, days, I do also have my problems with, but it's more just, like, the overall gameplay setup doesn't really, isn't really something that I personally latch onto very much. It does, um, it's, it does a lot of, like, it's set up in missions, so instead of being, like, an ongoing thing of, oh, we're, we're here, now this stuff is happening, basically just because the DS is, like, so much smaller, at least at the time, um, it gives you a mission, and it's like, alright, you're here for half an hour, do some stuff, and then, like, you have cutscenes, like, in between the missions, but then you also just straight up have mission mode where you can replay any of the missions any number of times. And it's like, I'm sure that's fun for, that's, I'm sure fun for other people. It's just never really been my thing. So, I I love the storyline for days, though, so I'll excuse it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that'll happen next time. Uh, for now, oh, we should do plugs. <laughs> Fuck. Plugs <laughs> first, even. Then we can wrap it up, and then I have got to pee. There we go. Uh, hang on one sec. I like di- I forgot and didn't have my phone ready. 
Okay, there we go. Fucking love already, jeez. There it goes. Okay, so first off, as always, is Nero. Uh, you can find them at Dragon Smoocher. Um, they also have Prime Cuts or at Prime Cuts Pod, which is the Twitter for Prime Cuts, the um, Transformers podcast that they have. There is um, Heidelin, or Radio Free Heidelin, which is on Twitter at Heidelin Radio, where they and Jane from um, the podcast of Power have taken on the Sisyphean task of trying to talk out the plot of Kingdom Hearts, not, God damn it, I always do that, of Final Fantasy XIV. Good luck on all of that, Jazz. And then also you can find them on uh, our regular episodes of Disney Minus, where we talk about Disney movies. Uh, the next one is going to be The Incredibles. I forgot it for a second and had to drag that word out. A.K.A. Pixar Mom. Yeah! <laughs> they, they, oh, I mean, like, Dump truck ass is in all of the Pixar movies to some degree, but hot damn is it all is it in this one? Uh, but anyway, it's your turn. Okay, uh, I'm Carrot. You can find me on Twitter at z minus eighty seven. Um, you can also find me with both Steven and Nero, as stated on the usual Disney minus podcast on Kingdom Hearts off weeks. Anyway, and I'm Steven. You can find me at Marshmallow. It's spelled like Marshmallow, except that it has my name in it. Uh, there's also Dad underscore Tastic, where I haven't been doing as good lately about posting. I've Mo- normally we'll be giving this man jokes by the way yeah there's he also that uh, it's not that I'm out of material normally I would always post at night which was why I ended up not posting for so long because I would just as soon as Grayson went to bed pass out on the couch thus not having time to post I've done the same thing <laughs> yeah and so I've I decided I wanted to try to start posting during the day like on one of my breaks at work I just keep fucking forgetting <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta actually make myself. <laughs> so I gotta actually screaming at you about your burritos now on your break. Bah! <laughs> well, people try to figure out what that means. But yeah, so um, I gotta do better about that. Anyway, there's also um, Resonant Beats, which is a an actual play podcast that I'm on, playing um, Interstitial, Our Hearts Intertwined, developed by the lovely Riley Hopkins. You should go check them out. I don't have their Twitter pulled up, so I forgot what that is. But um, that uh, Resident Beats is at Res- is at Resi Beat Pod. This is Riley's Twitter? Riley Hopkins. And I promise this next episode will not take weeks, if not months, to get out. Dude. We will be, unless anything happens, we will be recording on time. Yeah. The next time there will be any kind of a delay, and it even it may not be this. It'll maybe either this or Disney minus depends on when it falls. But my dad is actually going to be coming to see me, not for Thanksgiving, but he's going to be seeing me around my birthday in October. So sometime next month, it depends on what weekend he comes up. I'll either miss Kingdom Hearts or I'll miss Disney Minus, which if I miss Disney Minus, of course, you guys can go ahead and record. If it's Kingdom Hearts, we'll just reschedule. That, yeah. Uh, Riley's at Rev Rybread. I don't know why I decided to do a plug for him this time, but Riley's cool. Um, Interstitial is cool. Go check all of that out. No, not. Anyway. Yeah. I don't even know if anybody listens to us, but I hope so. If so, hi. Anyway, though, um, bye. As <laughs> bye. As we, as we, as we, as I always say, I'm I've been Stephen, and I'm already half Kingdom Hearts. I'm Cad, and I continue to be confused. Blech.